Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Okay, it's actually good afternoon, everybody. But as you know, if you've listened in the past, normally I do my shows in the morning, so I guess I'm still there. <laughs> this is Truth Light or Terry Gillen, whichever one you happen to know me as. And uh, I think it's been about a year since we've done a show. Um, when I say we, it's me and all my angels. We seem to go everywhere together, and so I seem to speak as a collective sometimes. <laughs> so here we are, and I am very happy to be back. Uh, still trying to kind of figure out the the blog talk studio because they seem to have changed some things. Um, so forgive me if if I don't see your chats or, um, you know, I'm trying to get to the point where, you know, if uh, if people want to call in with questions, I can I can see them and bring them over. So uh, today's show, because it is the first one in so long, <clears throat> I will admit it may be a little bumpy because it has been a while and I'm a little out of practice, but we'll get there and uh, the content will be good, no doubt, um, because, well, you know, we just kind of go with it and whatever needs to be talked about is talked about. Today we're we're kind of addressing some things that I have found um keep me very busy over the past year and and a half or so. Distraction, illusion and finding our direction and trying to head in the right direction. Um I as a lot of you know, I am a, a psychic intuitive. I do readings. I was working in Sedona doing readings at uh, Sacred Light of Sedona for quite some time, for a couple of years, and I have my own clientele. My website is mysticaltruth.com. You can get one-on-one readings with me there. I also teach classes, and I do life coaching, and and I help people with uh, business and marketing strategies as well. So I'm pretty diverse in my training, and it doesn't seem to matter what group of people I'm working with. Um everybody seems to be going through very similar things no matter what their belief system. So in the past it's kind of been, you know, people are affected by certain things and it seems to have to do with whether, you know, if they believe in universal law or new age stuff or metaphysics, that kind of thing, it, they seem to get fe- affected one way. If they're kind of very mainstream, they're affected by other things. What's happening now is that it really is all just one thing. We use different words to describe them, and I think it was that way somewhat before, but it's it's much more so now. The collective consciousness is really upon us at this point. And so what I found is whether people are mystical or mainstream, they are encountering some of the same issues. And distraction and illusion seem to be two that that are really uh creating some havoc in people's lives. <clears throat> People are we are in the middle of the awakening process. We are in the middle of the enlightenment that had been talked about for just forever and ever and ever. Uh people thought it was 2012, December 21st, 2012. It was going to just poof happen one day. But in fact, that was the opening of a door. And we've been walking through that door at our own paces. And now things are really beginning to push and shift and change. 
So <clears throat> there are a lot of articles and videos and just all kinds of things that you can find out there, resources that talk about the awakening process, the ascension process, and we're actually having uh, having ascension symptoms, which is unique. Even people who don't believe in it, <laughs> you don't have to believe in something for it to affect you. It still will affect you if it you know, is, in fact, part of the reality that's occurring. So what I've been dealing with that's kind of kept me away from doing the show is, First of all, my own journey of awakening, awakening to the fact that the way that I saw the world maybe was not um, 100% the way things were. And so there have been a lot of my own lessons and my own journey happening over the past year and a half. And we'll go a little bit into that because it's it's very interesting. It's not, oh, what was me, drama-filled, whatever. It's... uh, it's really more of a, a learning process, and it's very interesting, very interesting stuff that's been going on. And I've actually created a lot of classes out of it that we'll be presenting in 2016. It's been uh, really enlightening. Um, but also helping other people with things that are shifting in their lives and reframing things and finding a different way to see things in life and just dealing with things that maybe they didn't think they could deal with. I have a lot of people who are coming to me uh, because, you know, I've if you've listened to the show at all, you know that I've done this for, oh, gosh, my whole life, and I'm 50 now. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a hard thing to say. <laughs> I'm 50 now, and I have been doing this, <clears throat> excuse me, my whole life, and 30-plus years of it I've been doing it professionally. So I have a lot of people who just kind of tolerated the fact that I think I know things that aren't really there and whatever, and and that's okay because everybody's entitled to what works for them. But now these people who would never even look at the things that I taught or spoke of to people who were interested, that kind of thing, are coming to me and suddenly they're finding that they've become mediums with with no effort on their part. Suddenly they're they're either seeing beings from the astral plane or they're uh, having messages given to them for other people or they're picking things up psychically and and uh, their intuition has grown to the point where it's freaking them out a little bit. It's a little scary. So it's been a challenge for them to be able to come forward and start learning about that. It's also been a, kind of an interesting journey for me because I've never known any other way. And so trying to work with people who are afraid of something that to me is just everyday life is, has been a bit of a challenge, um, of it, but in a fun way, in a fun way. So uh, there's been a lot of work the past year and a half, and it's been so much so that I haven't even had the time or the energy to do the radio show anymore. Um, I'm making an effort to really step up and do them now because it's no longer okay to just work with people one-on-one. It has to be reaching out to the masses. So that's what hopefully this will help us do, reach out to the masses and uh, and help more than just one or two people at a time. So I do want to encourage you to uh, feel free to call in, ask questions, comments. I have shifted the format in one sense um, in that I probably won't be offering... Uh, we were doing little psychic reading. 
Okay, I think I lost you. Now I'm back again. Uh, we were offering mini psychic readings to people who called in and had questions. Um, I'm choosing not to do that anymore because it pulls us off topic. I do offer readings, and you can find me at mysticaltruth.com and schedule a reading, um, you know, if that's something that you would like to do. You also, uh, there's a blog, and there's there's a lot of free resources. There There is a YouTube channel that will be getting podcasts soon. So I really, although I do have a lot of things that I charge for with my services, because this is how I earn my living as well, um, I also try to make it so that there are a lot of free resources, such as the show and the YouTube podcasts and blogs and that kind of thing. So, <laughs> okay, so we do have some, some interesting uh, chats coming in, which is a little bit of fun. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so one of the first things I'd like to address is the illusion aspect of Direction, Distraction, Illusion, which is the title, just a, a working title for the show. The illusion that I'm finding that's uh, most prevalent at the moment in our world is that we've shifted from third dimension to fourth dimension, and I'll explain more about what this means, so just just kind of go with me. We've gone from third dimension to fourth dimension. Now we're moving from fourth dimension to fifth dimension. So in that sort of between 2009 and 2013 or so, <clears throat> we were shifting from third to fourth dimension. Um, what that means is, in my in my understanding and in my experience with the work I've done, not necessarily everybody teaches something different, so take what feels good to you. Um, third dimension is the world we see around us. Okay, it's the, there's time and space and, it, you know, it takes me X amount of hours. I, I just did some things with um, events that they had going on for the Emmys out in L.A. with, with Spring Rain Peony, who has uh, been one of our sponsors for a long time. She was involved in one of the Emmy events out there with the celebrities. And uh, so I was driving from Flagstaff out to L.A. Well, it took seven hours to drive X amount of miles and get there. Third dimension means there's linear time, there's space that we have to just deal with as a reality, there are physical things, the desk, the floor, the chair, other people and their physical bodies, all of the things that we encounter uh, that make this world, quote, real. Um, that's kind of the third dimensional stuff. It's the physicality. Uh, fourth dimension is what people refer to as the astral plane. That's fourth dimension. And that's just like Earth, basically. It's just like the third dimension, pretty much, except that it doesn't have the physicality. It doesn't have the linear time. It doesn't have the space. You know, So it doesn't take seven hours to get from Flagstaff to L.A. It's a simple thought form. Just you think that you're there. However, because it's just one dimension over, many times in the astral plane, if your concept is that it will take seven hours, you will have the feeling that it's taken that long to get to a place, if that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> in, in the astral plane or the fourth dimension, this is where you see spirits walking through walls or 
really not constrained by the physicality of something. They, somebody may pass away when they're 90 years old, but then if they appear to a loved one, they they may appear to them as when they were 30, because that time and space is not a reality over there. So it's similar without without that physicality in linear time and space. Fifth dimension is up and out of all of that. Okay, and, and I believe the way that I was taught, and there's, as I said, many different teachings, and it's really just kind of semantics. It's different people using different language for different things. To me, fifth dimension is when we get up and out of those planes that have anything to do with time, space, uh, any kind of constraints at all. And this is more where everything is just a thought form without the concepts that hold us back. So when we get out to that fifth dimension, we can, for instance, say, uh, I feel like I would like to present some sort of teaching, all right, to people of earth. And before we know it, we have the entire class outlined, we have the room booked, we have people signed up, we have everything in line, poof. And this this is the example I use because it just happened to me about two and a half weeks ago. Uh, I've really been practicing this working in the fifth dimension while on earth because that's where we're headed and that's what our world is, is coming into um in one cup of coffee <laughs> i got up had no intention of doing anything out of the normal i came down i had one cup of coffee and before that cup of coffee was finished i had decided that i was presenting a class uh january 2nd and 3rd 2016 in lake mary florida i found the room i booked the room for the class i found the block of rooms to get a discount for the people flying in from across country Everything was outlined. I had the team together. We already knew what products we were going to have there to uh, sell, people, sell people if they would like to sort of enhance their experience. The entire thing was put together within one cup of coffee. And I don't mean I poured the cup of coffee and it was three hours. I mean just in the regular drinking of one cup of coffee, the whole thing just manifest right then and there. So it goes from inspiration to manifestation without any uh, any holding back, without any hesitation. And so <clears throat> this is where we're moving to, and it sounds fabulous, and it is fabulous. It does mean that we really have to have a handle on where our heads are at, the kind of things we're thinking and feeling, because that manifestation can be beneficial or it can be harmful. So we want to be sure that we're very mindful. And it's kind of interesting because we have this new movement in what they call mindfulness. And um, excuse me. And so mindfulness is really kind of a catch-all phrase for meditation, yoga, uh, just a lot of different things that have been around for a very long time but they've put them under one umbrella and sort of tweaked them for the new way our world is working. And it's a really beautiful thing. And so I find that there are a lot of people coming into 
the awareness that our world is moving much faster uh, in the sense that things are coming in inspiration and manifestation. Now, those of us who are not quite moving along with the flow, we may have some hard times. And this is where you see a lot of people sort of having some emotional issues. Um, They may be sort of uh, snapping emotionally. Um, We we certainly had an incident in Sedona that I won't go into detail because it's, it's disturbing, but we definitely had an incident in Sedona that was very much that situation <clears throat> that ended up costing four people their lives. Um, people are finding it very difficult to have all of these changes happening around them and within them, and they're not aware of how to simply relax and flow with it rather than resist against it. People are opening up spiritually. People are opening up intuitively. People are opening up to the energy that's around them and to the things that are coming their way. And if they resist it to such an extreme, it can create a lot of anxiety, a lot of anger, a lot of fear. And it's simply because it's misunderstood. So the goal here is to help it not be misunderstood. Um, I am going to take just a second and see if I can open up the chat window and see if we, uh, if you all have any questions or anything. I've been getting questions and responses on my cell phone from people who are who are listening, um, but. I'd like to open, okay, so we have the chat room open now as well, and uh, there we go. And so if you all have um, anything that you'd like to ask, I know most of my listens are via archives, and I did zero promotion for this particular show. I just wanted to get back in the game again and and get myself used to it. Um, So if you do find that you have any questions or comments, you can definitely message me through Blog Talk or through mysticaltruth.com. You can contact me through there as well. I'm also always looking for topics of shows, so I'll just kind of toss that out there. If there's something you'd like to address uh, on the show, I'm always happy to do that. So now how do we, kind of moving back to the topic, how exactly do we learn to go with the flow in a manner that's healthy? So... In the past, when people say, oh, I'm just going with the flow, it's kind of been uh, where they're not really taking responsibility or they're not really setting any direction. Uh, There are a lot of different meanings to that. But there's a new aspect of going with the flow at this point, and that is being able to look at life as the illusion that it is, because if we can take any given situation and shift it at any given moment, then what we were in couldn't have been a hundred percent reality. And if what I'm looking at and what you're looking at seem different to us, which is what happens, right? I have my perspective, you have your perspective, then 
it has to be illusion. It can't be reality because then we come into the who's right, who's wrong. So standing that whatever we see in this world is momentary and passing and really illusionary because it can be shifted and changed at any given moment. That's really important for us because then we don't have to get stuck and caught up in the supposed reality of our situation. The other thing to look at is the distraction element of things. At the moment, our world is filled with distractions, whether it's TV and blasting commercials, marketing from every which way, the media really blasting us from all different directions, social media coming at every every turn, um, <clears throat> people being just in such a hurry and chaotic and got to get this done, got to get that done, got to, you know, um, all of the different soccer practice and this and that and the other. And, and I'm not saying that the things that people are doing aren't important. I'm saying that there are a lot of distractions in this world where if you can just step out of it long enough to reassess what are your priorities. Do you have to be caught up in all of the whirlwind or can you step out and say, well, I, I would like to stay up with this particular thing, but maybe I don't need the other 99 things that are being thrown at me. Or, you know, this this aspect of life is very important to me. I want to be with my family, but I'd, I'd like to have some real one-on-one time with my family. Or I'd like to continue playing basketball on Sunday but maybe I don't need to watch all of the basketball games the rest of the week. I don't, I'm just kind of pulling things out of the air, obviously. But finding, taking a look, stepping outside of our lives and taking a look at the things that take up our time and our brain power and our attention and then really beginning to sort of weed out the things that maybe we got caught up in because we thought we were supposed to or maybe we got caught up in because people we care about are caught up in them, and so that's just what you do. Or there are a bunch of different reasons for why we get caught up in what we do. But beginning to weed out the things that are not important to us and then looking at how can we create more time. I mean, we're not really creating more time because we're just filling in the things that we're we're freeing up, but what do we want to fill that up with? Do we want to fill that up with perhaps some time with meditation or taking a walk with the family? It's kind of neat. I live in a neighborhood that's kind of up in the mountains in Flagstaff, Arizona, and it's it's like driving back into the 1970s, I think, when I come into my neighborhood. The kids are playing in the street and the families are out there with them, and, and you know, if they see a car, they stop and they get to the side of the road and they wave and wish you a good good day or good night or what have you. And so these are people who are making time to go out and play catch with their kids, which you don't see in a lot of areas, and it's not organized. It's just the neighborhood kids getting together and socializing and the parents getting together and socializing. And, and so, you know, finding the things that would really matter to you if you weren't so distracted by the things that maybe don't matter so much to you. Looking at how much time do you spend on social media. <clears throat> um, I was I was out to dinner with my 
with my mother um, the other night, and I look over, and it used to be that I would see a family at a table and the kids on the cell phones and not talking to the parents. It was interesting because this time I saw both parents doing various things on their cell phones through the whole meal and the kids being present, not even looking at theirs, and kind of waiting to see if the parents going to talk to them or not. It was a little hard to watch because... <laughs> That was clearly what could have been a very nice family time, and instead the parents were each on their phones completely not even looking at the food, the kids, the waitress, the <laughs> absolutely nothing. And that's okay if that's their priorities. It's not for me to judge. But it did surprise me <clears throat> just a little bit. Um, I think that we get so caught up that we don't realize how much time is being used up by these distractions, whatever they may be, whether it's <clears throat> working a lot more hours than we would want to or connecting with people that maybe we don't even want to connect with, but we give them our time instead of the people we'd like to give our time to or finding a way to find the distractions in your life and begin to weed those out is imperative because that helps you create time for the life you want to live. Now, Part of the, the description for this show <clears throat> was the fact that I'd say over the last year, possibly year and a half, but year for sure, it's been very common to set a very clear goal, a very clear intention, direction, what have you, and think that you're heading towards it and end up someplace completely different and not have a clue why. And that's happened to many of my clients. It's happened to a lot of big business people that I deal with. Um, it's, it's happened in many different categories of, of our society because I deal with a lot of different kinds of people in what I do. And what I've found is that it's, you know, it took us a while to figure this out. Now, mind you, I'd say for the first six months, it was a little difficult to understand what I've found, though, is that because we're shifting energetically into this new energy that's moving on Earth, we're out of the 3D. So in the 3D world, <clears throat> in the world that we grew up with and we were used to, you would say, I would like to lose 75 pounds by December whatever you know, by next by next year, December. And then by next year, December, you haven't even lost a thing, even though you think you've been trying, or maybe you've lost 25 pounds or, or 100 pounds, or, but it was not what you set your intention on. And it's been thing after thing. I, I'm going to start this business. Okay, that's another one that I've seen an awful lot. Okay, I'm putting, you know, all of my focus on this business. Um. They are doing everything they need to do to make that work. They're taking all the right steps. They're doing everything. And it's not that the business fails. It's that it ends up being a completely different kind of business. They <clears throat> took all of the actions to get to their direction, to get to their intended goal, and ended up in a completely different space. And there just seems to be no accounting for that. And it, it can be good things. It can be bad things. You know, that's a judgment call. But... Um, it's happening to 
people in every walk of life. And it's very interesting because they kind of shake their head and go, I don't know what just happened. How did I even get here? Um, There's a lot of successes happening that way. The people don't have a clue how they're ending up in these amazing opportunities, but there they are, you know. And so what we found after a lot of really sitting with it in meditation and really just observing is that, you know, the the personal development gurus and the, the teachers who teach about, you know, the secret and all of that, all of that seems to be non, non-reality at this point. We seem to have moved past that. When at one point maybe that worked, that's not what's happening now. What's happening now is that people are actually achieving what their true intention was on the inside in a manner that couldn't have been put into words. So she's not on the phone at the moment, but I'm going to use spring as our as our example, Spring Rain Peony. Um, she she's the author of Eat Conscious and Be Merry, and uh, she had had been the uh, sponsor of this show even back when it was a Mystics Place, and so for a very long time. So we've watched Spring grow. Um, I was just with Spring out in L.A. at an event called Honoring the Emmys, and it's the the event they do for the uh, celebrities that are nominated the day before the uh, actual Emmy Awards. And so we were there presenting her entire holistic line, her new, she has a new 21-day detox program, and Eat Conscious and Be Merry, the um, gluten-free vegan cookbook that's yummy, yummy, yummy. All her stuff is so yummy. So how did she end up there? (laughs) She, She was invited. Somebody found her stuff. And there's a company that kind of scouts out people who they think the celebrities have something, or I'm sorry, they think the company has something the celebrities would be interested in and they invite you to come be a part of it. Um, She was one of the people who was scouted and invited there. Now she's based in the Orlando area, and uh, Orlando, Florida area, and and she has sort of, she works constantly, she's constantly doing new things and really working to put together things to educate people and help them become healthy. And But she's not one who sat down and wrote out her goals and said, by this date I'm going to do that in a very specific wording like you used to need to do. Um, what she has done is she has an inner feel, an inner vision, an inner, I know that this is my goal in life. I want to... Be of assistance. I, I'm I'm paraphrasing for her because just because I know her, but obviously these aren't her words. So I'm going by what I've witnessed. It seems to me that her goal is to help educate people on preventing unnecessary suffering, whether you want to call it disease or illness or whatever. Um, helping mothers learn how to stay healthy so that when you have your child, you have the best possible experience. Helping new parents understand how to assist their babies 
through that stage um, and with nutrition. And so really helping to educate people. And now her, her big goal that she has been working towards since I've known her, which has been over 10 years now, is Stargazer Academy. And you can look that up at stargazeracademy.com. It's a very different kind of school. Now she is simply, instead of setting a goal that's out in front of her, she is listening to the goal that is within her and saying yes to the opportunities that come her way, no matter how big or small. And she's ending up just in the most bizarre places. How she, I mean, when we were in uh, in L.A., it was really pretty neat because the celebrities were stacking up four and five deep to try to talk to her. They couldn't wait to talk to her because of what she's got, what she's offering, how passionate how passionate she is about what she does. So she's really uh, found that way to move within that new manner of doing things and succeeding. It's not setting the goal from the outside, setting your direction and saying, okay, I'm placing, I'm placing this five years down the road and that's the goal I'm going to head for. It's becoming in tune with what is the seed of inspiration that's within you. Whether you know the details or not doesn't even matter. Just beginning to allow that part of you to germinate and allow it to begin to unfold and see where you are in five years. And so it's been very interesting because she and I have really been experimenting with this a lot. We're very best friends. We do a lot of the same things. Uh, We uh, learn a lot from each other. And so we've really been experimenting with this new version of energy. How do you find your direction? How do you keep from the distractions? How do you recognize illusion versus reality? And so it's a a brand new set of skills that seem to be coming into play. And it's one that I'm very excited about helping other people begin to learn and begin to work within now, I do have, uh, excuse me, I'm trying to read and talk at the same time, and it's not working well for me. So I have somebody who texted a question. Um, okay, so the question is, if things, how do you tell if something's reality or illusion if before I was saying there was kind of no, excuse me, no reality? Reality is perception, okay? Um, There's a book by Richard Bach called Illusions that is one of my very favorite books, and that's a good one if this is something that you're curious about, the illusion aspect. It's written as a fiction story, so it's, um, you know, it's not like reading a research manual or anything, but it's called Illusions. It's by Richard Bach, B-A-C-H. He's one of my favorite authors. And... that has a lot of good explanation of what we're talking about. But how do you tell the difference between illusion and reality? At this particular point in time, as the me that I am right now, because that's ever-changing, right? I think that I would say reality is what you see as unchangeable. So reality is a personal thing. Um, I have a relative, a very close relative, who is the polar opposite of me, 
polar opposite of me. We love each other. We're, we joke about being the opposite sides of the same coin. I see things. I, we can look at the same situation and see two very different realities. Now, who's right and who's wrong? Is there a right and is there a wrong? You cannot budge either one of us if we if it's a hot topic, if it's one that really gets us going. You know, I I have certain opinions, and and this is what, how I see that situation, and he has his opinions, and that's how he sees his situation, and we're both seeing reality because you create you do create your own reality because as you're focusing that energy on something being real, it begins to manifest into reality. Now, the part that makes it illusion is that at any given time, you can shift that reality. And so if there was a, and I know I'm going to, I always forget the the person's name, but um, there you know, there was some big state fair or, I don't know, some big fair, World Expo, something, way back in the day. And uh, I want to say that it was Einstein that was looking through at energy particles or waves. And I should, I really should look this up before I even say anything. So if you'd like to blast me about my ridiculous uh, lack of knowledge, you can. That's okay. But the point being... One scientist was looking at energy and saw particles, or matter and saw particles. One scientist was looking at matter and saw energetic waves, because everything is energy. So the dispute was, is energy particle or is it waves? And what they did was then they switched. They switched uh, into each other's microscopes, right? And uh, so then the one that had seen waves went over to the microscope that was showing particles and vice versa, and they each still saw what they were looking at in their own. So it's so it's what you're looking for. <laughs> and I will have to find that uh, the facts about that experiment and post it on the page after the show so that you guys will know exactly what I'm talking about. But the point of that whole story is that you're going to see what you're looking for. And so which one is real? They're both real. And they're both illusion. So that's where we're at in our lives right now. <clears throat> and so telling which is an illusion and which is reality, um, is that's a really good question right now because I think we're in the midst of a big shift and I believe that it would be in our best interest to allow our opinions to change as as we grow and change. So hopefully that answers the question a little bit. Um, I am going to actually wrap up the show a little bit early today because um, we have we have some doggies with some issues in my house who seem to really need, they see it as a reality <laughs> that they need to be dealt with. 
So uh, we are just about 20 minutes early. I am going to wrap up for the day. And um, again, you know, it's nice to be back. And we will get back in the groove so that things are a little smoother. I I really hope that you all will um, follow the show because that helps me with blog talk, but also you know, maybe um, send some ideas of show topics that you would like or send questions or comments um, to me. Just go ahead and email those to me. And I look forward to coming back and presenting the light of truth and working with you all again. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing it before. And uh, I'll have to take a picture of the beagle that decided he was much more important than the radio show. Um and then maybe you guys will forgive my wrapping up early because he's awful cute. All right, so everybody have a beautiful day, and uh, I will talk to you next time. Thank you. <laughs>